When you are serving, God creates rendezvous for you. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Miles Monroe on the show again. And Miles is talking to us about how serving opens up opportunities for us. I know a lot of times, oh, I want to be at the top and I want to do this and I want to be big or whatever, but God opens doors when we're serving. The least is the greatest in the kingdom of God, and we need to get out and serve people wherever we are. And, you know, if God has us in a job that we might not like, serve, serve, serve. Be a blessing to everyone around you. Find opportunities to give. Find opportunities to bless those around you, even if you don't feel like it. Because when you give, you receive. And that's not only financially. That's in in everything that we do. So it's a must that we must serve, even if we don't feel like it. Serve God, and then God will turn it to make it where it's cheerful for you to serve and you enjoy serving and you actually gain life out of serving. Here's Miles Monroe. Let me tell you something. 99% of my success so far has been meeting people in the midst of service. When you are serving, God creates rendezvous for you. I hope you hear me tonight. You see, 2005 already has some people for you to meet. And those people are supposed to change your life, brother. And they're supposed to make life easy for you. But you normally find them when you pick up a basin and a towel. When you decide to serve in the church, serve in a youth group, serve some boy's home, or go to the prison, or do something. If you just serve, God will rendezvous your life with success. If you only seek the limelight, you only come when you are in charge, you only want to attend when you are the one day watching, then you'll never succeed. God will set you up when you bow your knee to wash other people's feet. Have the spirit of a servant. Anything I've accomplished in life was at the basin and towel level. I was doing something for God and I meant somewhat. I met a guy yesterday. I was uh, doing a rehearsal for a wedding at the hotel. I was doing a rehearsal and I was leaving the rehearsal serving two of our members, you know. And this guy stopped me in the, in the lobby. He said, do you know who I am? I said, no. He said, I grew up with you. I said, okay. And then he told me who he was. My God. Then he told me what he was doing. I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. He said, I want to help you. I said, mm-hmm. I met him. Do you know where? Go into my car. Oh, the lobby. And this guy has the ability to change my life. How many people you miss because you say, I ain't going to that wedding. I ain't going to support nobody. Or I ain't going to that place. Or I ain't going to that funeral home. I'm not going to that old folks home. And God is saying, there's someone there who's supposed to meet you. So I got his card. We're going to talk next week. He said he got some solutions for some of my problems. Praise God. Service. Make yourself a servant. 
The power of trust. I love what this word of God says here. In the book of Proverbs chapter 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. And lean not to your own smarts. I meet people who always think they're smart, you know. And just, I mean, and I just smile. I go, you, you ain't, you can't even tie your own shoe in life. Listen, trust in the Lord. And he will what? Give you the desires of your heart. It says you trust in the Lord. That means abandon yourself to him. And do not lean to your own education. Your own understanding of life. Because you ain't smart enough to figure out life. Life is too complicated for you to figure out. And in all your ways, what? Acknowledge him. Acknowledge means to respect him. And say, I trust you in this. Suppose Joseph... When he was going to prison, suppose he had told God, don't take him to prison. You know the guy who was supposed to promote Joseph was in prison? Come on, y'all talk to me. So Joseph had to trust God that even in jail, God's plan was in prison. There's a job that you're going to get, or maybe you already got it. But it's not the job you want. And God is saying, shut up and go to work. Why? There's somebody there who's going to set you up for your next job. But they are stuck in that job, so you go to that job. Why? Don't lean to your own understanding. But in all your ways, what? Sometimes you go to the bank, the bank tells you no. God says, accept the no. Why? That ain't the bank. Matter of fact, I got another plan for you. Ain't no bank gonna help you. I'm gonna send you a wealthy person and they're gonna charge you no interest. Come on, anybody wanna have that kind of blessing? In other words, lean not to your own schemes. And in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will what? Direct your path. Your life in the next year is already planned by God and he says, trust me with it. I trust God in my life. Do you know why I make big plans every year? Because I trust God with my life. Listen to this. Jeremiah 29. Read aloud, please. Everybody read. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Now watch the next verse. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me. And I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. Only when you seek me with what? All your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. He said, look, I got plans for you, but you got to seek me. You are not going to be successful next year with a casual relationship with God. What you did to God this year, God ain't going to tolerate next year. God don't want you to visit him. He wants to move in. God don't want you to spend a few moments a day with him. He wants you to give him your whole day. Can I hear an amen? God is saying, don't you give me no back seat in your life. I'm going to be the driver in 206. And you're going to go where I'm going to take you. Why? He says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to what? Prosper you. I don't understand why people don't trust God. When I was in Baintown living in that wooden house, man, I tell you what. I got to know God as a 13-year-old. And when I began to understand that God has a plan for my life, Baintown became an incubator of greatness. While eating juju, I got revelations about my future. 
sucking on tambourine. God gave me marvelous visions for my life. And then he says, now trust me. God's got a plan for your life. Say it. Say it loud. He tells you that. And it's not plans to hurt you. People think that, you know, when you follow God, you ain't got no fun and things going to be you know, restricted. You are dumb. God says, I don't want to harm you. I want to prosper you. What a deal. And then he says, I want to take you to an expected end. I have a plan with a beautiful end and I want to take you there. But whether you get there, he says, is up to whether you seek me. That was the late Dr. Miles Monroe, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under The Greatest Advice I Learned from Dr. Miles Monroe That Changed My Life. You can also find out more information about him at monroeglobal.com. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless.